the debt-to-equity (DE) ratio for personal finances and how to use a debt-to-equity ratio. Debt-to-equity (DE) ratios for the real estate sector. The debt-to-equity (DE) ratio is computing by dividing a company's total liabilities by its shareholder equity to determine its financial leverage. Incorporate finance. The DE ratio is a crucial measure. In the event of a business downturn, it indicates the ability of shareholder equity to satisfy all outstanding debts. A specific sort of gearing ratio is the debt-to-equity ratio. Key takeaways: The debt-to-equity (DE) ratio compares a company's total obligations to its shareholder equity and using to determine how much leverage it has. Therefore, Higher leverage ratios tend to suggest a company or stock that poses a greater risk to shareholders, but the D ratio is difficult to evaluate across industry groupings because acceptable debt levels differ. Because the risks associating with long-term liabilities differ from those associating with short-term debt and payables, investors frequently adjust the DE ratio to focus on long-term debt. The DE ratio requires information from a company's balance sheet. Total shareholder equity must equal assets minus liabilities on the balance sheet, which is a rearranging form of the balance sheet equation. Assets equals liabilities backslash shareholder equity. Individual accounts that would not ordinarily be deemed debt or equity in the traditional sense of a loan or the book value of an asset may be included in these balance sheet categories. Because retained earnings slash losses, intangible assets, and pension plan modifications can affect the ratio, more investigation is usually required to determine a company's true leverage. How to Evaluate the DE Ratio The debt-to-equity ratio, DE ratio, is a statistic for determining a company's financial leverage. This ratio is calculating by dividing the total liabilities of a corporation by the amount of equity contributing by stockholders. This indicator shows how much debt and equity a company uses to fund its operations. When a firm's DE ratio is high, it indicates that the company has using debt to fund ambitious expansion. Additional interest expenditures can sometimes produce volatility in earnings reporting, which is a drawback of this technique. Shareholders profit if earnings generating exceeds the cost of interest. Why DE ratios vary? In comparison to similar companies in the same industry, D ratios should evaluate. Therefore, the capital-intensive nature of the industry is one of the key factors influencing DE ratios. To create goods or services, capital-intensive sectors like oil and gas refining or telecommunications require enormous financial resources and large sums of money. Debt-to-equity ratio versus gearing ratio The debt-to-equity ratio and the gearing ratio are both using to assess the financial health of a company. The debt-to-equity ratio indicates how much debt a company are comparing to how much equity it has. The gearing ratio places a greater emphasis on leverage. This entails taking into account greater financial risks, such as fixed income and dividend-paying funds. Why is the debt-to-equity ratio important? Debt repayment can put a corporation under a lot of financial stress and diminish its profit margin drastically. If you've ever taken out a mortgage, purchasing a vehicle, or gotten college loans, you've definitely dealt with debt. You're probably well aware of the impact those debts have on your bank account. Debt is fundamentally dangerous. Moreover, during a downturn, it poses a grave threat to enterprises. Recessions can wreak havoc on a firm's cash flow, 
making it more difficult to repay outstanding debt and placing the company at risk of bankruptcy. What is a good debt-to-equity ratio? Anything less than 1.0 is considering a healthy debt-to-equity ratio. A dangerous ratio is one with a value of 2.0 or above. If a company's debt-to-equity ratio is negative, it suggests the company's obligations exceed its assets, making it exceedingly dangerous. A negative ratio is usually a sign of impending insolvency. Keep in mind that these criteria are specific to the industry in which a company operates. Businesses in some industries may have greater debt-to-equity ratios, whereas, in others, the average debt-to-equity ratio is lower. How to use a debt-to-equity ratio As previously said, a high debt-to-equity ratio isn't always a bad thing. Some investors may opt to put their money into companies that are more heavily reliant on debt. Furthermore, in some industries, heavy debt is the norm. The debt-to-equity ratio should not be used to make an investment choice. The debt-to-equity ratio, on the other hand, can be used to assess a company's financial prospects. Modifications to the debt-to-equity DE, ratio Therefore, the total value of assets fewer liabilities is equal to shareholders' equity on the balance sheet, but this is not the same as assets minus the debt connected with those assets. Modifying the D-ratio into the long-term DE-ratio is a frequent solution to this problem. This method allows an analyst to concentrate on the most important threats. The debt-to-equity ratio for personal finances The DE-ratio can also apply to personal financial statements and is referred to as the personal DE-ratio. The difference between the whole worth of an individual's assets and the total amount of their debt or liabilities is referring to as equity. The personal DE ratio is calculated using the following formula. Debt to equity, DE, ratio formula and calculation. Debt slash equity equals total liabilities backslash total shareholders equity. When an individual or small business applies for a loan, the personal DE ratio is frequently using. Lenders use the DE to determine how likely it is that the borrower will be able to make loan payments if their income is suddenly interrupting. Read more. The debt-to-equity DE, ratio's limitations So, it is critical to consider the industry in which the company operates when utilizing the DE ratio. Because different businesses have varying capital demands and growth rates, a high DE ratio in one area may be frequent, while a low DE ratio in another may be common. When compared to market averages, utility companies frequently have an extremely high DE ratio. Therefore, a utility grows slowly, but it can usually maintain a consistent cash stream, allowing it to borrow extremely inexpensively. In slow-growth businesses with consistent income, high leverage ratios imply an efficient use of capital. Because these companies can borrow cheaply and have generally consistent revenue, the consumer staples or consumer non-cyclical sector also has a high DE ratio.